Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Hey there, Java Junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or ten minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini-episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double-shot K-Cup with my guest, Glenn Leibowitz. Glenn, welcome to Time for Coffee. Are you caffeinated and ready to go there in Type A? Andrea, I definitely am. I'm, I'm totally psyched to be here. Thank you for inviting me to your show. And I am just chugging away on my sugar-free green tea. Yum. And by the way, I'm not talking about like Type A personality. I'm talking about Taipei, Taiwan, where Glenn lives. In East Asia. And I actually, I don't know if you know this, but I did my junior year abroad in Taipei when I was studying Mandarin and went, oh gosh, what was the school? But it was in, uh, was on Jinchangjia, right? The That's right. Yeah. Jinchangjia. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was like the Taipei Language Institute or something. That's right. When I was there and I lived with a Taiwanese family and it was, it was a really, really incredible experience. So I am going to cut Glenn some serious slack. He is, as he said, chugging on his sugar-free green tea because it is after 11 in the evening in Taiwan right now. And Glenn is powering through right now, just totally like digging deep to deliver for me. So, and for all of you, which is why he's here. And as you have probably guessed, I, I want to like call a spade a spade, one huge accomplishment and skill that Glenn has acquired over the years is that he speaks absolutely fluent Mandarin, written, spoken, and reading, not just Mandarin, but what about Japanese and French? Yeah, I, I studied Japanese for four years in college and grad school, and I took a little bit of French. Both are very rusty, but I did spend a lot of time studying Mandarin, Chinese, and Japanese back to back. How important has it been to your day job, which we're going to get to in a bit, but to your day job and your professional success, Glenn, that you are bilingual, that you speak fluent Mandarin? Absolutely essential. And I never would have imagined that I would be able to turn that into a paying job, to be totally honest. 
you know, I, I was like a lot of college students confused about what I wanted to do. I knew I liked languages. Uh, I remember looking at the course catalog as this very fat book at Cornell and trying to figure out, you know, what kind of courses should I take? And I saw this special summer intensive course in Mandarin Chinese. And I put my finger on that. I called my dad. I said, hey, dad, I want to take this intensive uh, summer course in Chinese. And I thought he was going to tell me, you know, no way. I'm not going to pay for that. I'm already paying enough for college. You know, you're going to come home to Fort Lauderdale and get a job, a summer job. But he, he immediately said yes. And so his support right there, right off the bat was tremendously instrumental. And I took a nine-week immersive uh, Mandarin Chinese class in the summer in Ithaca, New York, which was beautiful. Ithaca is gorgeous, as everyone knows, if you've ever been there. And then I continued to study Mandarin Chinese and I became an Asian studies major. And people would ask me, so what are you going to do with that? Or, you know, what, what, how are you going to turn that into a career? And I thought, you know, I'm just going to apply to law school and make a lot of money. You know, that's, that, that was my original goal. And I ended up not going to law school, by the way. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Because so many people, and I'm sure our listeners have faced this you know, even though now they're searching for the classes they want to take online and not in a book the way we did in the olden days, but they're facing the pressure of thinking, how am I going to convert, especially within the liberal arts realm, what I am studying into a well-paying job? But the secret is follow your interests the way that Glenn did. Follow the subjects that light you up. So Glenn, what was your first job out of Cornell and how did you get it? I would say my first sort of, quote, real job was working at BBDO, which is a very old Madison Avenue advertising agency from Manhattan. I, I saw an ad in the newspaper and I applied and I was battling Taipei traffic. I showed up tremendously late for my interview. I thought for sure I wouldn't get the job. I did very well in the interviews and they hired me. So I worked at BBDO in advertising for almost three years. He started his job. His title was associate account manager. And what was it about BBDO, about being a, an associate account manager that attracted you? Was it just your way to get back to Taiwan and use your Chinese? I was already in Taiwan. I had been there for a year working for a smaller company and I wanted to get out of there and do something bigger and better. It was my opportunity to stay there because my girlfriend, now wife, was working. She was a concert cellist and is a concert cellist and I wanted to be with her. So I had a very good personal reason, but I also had studied Asian studies and I wanted to continue to hone my Mandarin Chinese and uh, also Taipei just happened to be an amazing place. It still is an amazing place to live and work and love. I love this place. Mm. So you see, there is a tie-in between the heart and the profession and sometimes following your heart, literally because you love someone, not necessarily something, is the right way to go. It's like living your truth. It really is. So Glenn, followed his heart, that real passion. And his other passion was Asia and being in Taiwan and the rest unfolds. 
Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Thank you.